This is Channel 253. Interchangeable White Ladies Podcast is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. We, we fly, fly Alaska. Alaska. Book your next flight on alaskaair.com. One, two, two. Interchangeable. White Ladies. Uh, Welcome to the Interchangeable White Ladies Podcast. I'm Hope. I'm Annie. Our essential question today, what does equity look like, sound like, and feel like within complex organizations? So we have with us today an awesome expert, uh, Desiree Finch. Hi, Desiree. Hi. (laughs) Welcome. Um, Desiree is a Pierce County manager for Fuse, Washington. She was born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, As a graduate of the Ohio State University, she earned a B.A. Ohio State. Mm -hmm. Capital T. Capital T. In West African and African American Studies. Um, She also holds a Master's in Transformational Leadership. I don't know why I said that awkwardly. Transformational Leadership. (laughs) Transformational. (laughs) With an emphasis in Marriage and Family Therapy from Seattle University. Um, Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Super excited. Absolutely. So uh, why don't you start off a little bit telling us how you got into the line of work that you're doing. Um, what is? Why are you involved in equity work and what the heck is organizational leadership? Oh, my God. That question just stressed me out. For <laughs> <laughs> I have a uh, knot in my stomach It was really like three right questions. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Okay, hit me with it one more time. Um, <laughs> how did you? How did you get involved in equity work to begin with? What's a little bit of your journey? Um, the work that you do, or <laughs> well, a lot of your journey, if you, absolutely. If you feel like it. Uh, 40 years of dealing with racist just kind of uh, <laughs> thrusted me into the mm. work. No, I, uh, I, I, that's a great question. So I, where do I start? I'm at, I originally uh, am a musician. Oh. So mm. I play flute. I went to a conservatory of music, uh, Lawrence University in Appleton, Wisconsin. I hate saying that because then you can, you know, go look and probably search and see I got kicked out (laughs) fun story I'll save that for next time um and uh you know coming from the south side of Chicago Chicago is one of the most segregated cities Mm -hmm. in our nation Mm -hmm. right so um, everyone looked like me until I went to school right and so I didn't go to Mm -hmm. school in my area my parents drove 30 minutes Mm -hmm. an hour for me to go to a Catholic school and even still it was you know pretty Colorful. Uh, they were just um, more affluent, more mm. well off. Um, Did you like folks. being forced to go to Catholic school? You know what? I do, looking yeah. back on it, because even though I grew up in the hood, um, I really wasn't hood. <laughs> you know, you're not hood until you're actually standing next to someone who is, right? Um, but uh, when I, you know, being in music, it's just amazing how stuff full, goes full so, yeah. circle. But being in 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 uh, classical music is a white male dominated field. I played mm-hmm. flute, and people don't imagine that flute is white male dominated. But yeah. you know, at that time, it it yeah. was and it is. And I came up, you know, with folks like Damari McGill, who was the principal mm-hmm. flute for uh, Seattle Symphony for a while. He's from Chicago. Mm-hmm. His brother Anthony McGill played clarinet. So I grew up, you know, with them kind of like on the heels of, you know, his his footsteps mm-hmm. had the same teachers, went to the same conservatories. <clears throat> and just being in that circle, that white mm-hmm. dominated circle at Lawrence University, right when I uh, did my, aud- my I was auditioning. I auditioned at Oberlin. Uh, I think his name was Francis Dubois. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he told me I wasn't. 
<laughs> you know, he was like, look, you're not even in the top 6% of what I heard last year. And I was Damn. like, does that mean I can't come to Oberlin? Yeah. Because in Chicago, I'm the <laughs> So yeah. I need you to explain to me clearly what that yeah. means. He said, you can come, but you can't study with me. Huh. I was like, well, what the point? I don't yeah. want to study with one of your students, yeah. you know. I mean, I didn't know, yeah. you know. So I ended up at Lawrence University. And plus, they gave me a full scholarship because yeah. they needed black people. <laughs> And um, it was very, very challenging for me. And I didn't, you know, not that my parents failed me or anything, but maybe they did. We fail our children. It yeah. just, it happens. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're just as human as you, we are now. You know, mm-hmm. we are our parents now, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. all the crazy shit we do, <laughs> I know. You know, they did. <laughs> They'll be like, yeah. what are you doing there? And I'm like, I'm my mom. Just right. let it go. Like, <laughs> just, it's just how it is. You're your mom yesterday. You yeah. the other thing like your dad did. So don't yeah. pretend. <laughs> so, you know, being at Lawrence, I just didn't have the skills to to understand why, you know, teachers treated me different. Mm-hmm. I mean, said, told me to my face, you know, or being called a nigga or, mm-hmm. you know, there was we had we get we got to have like one block of hip hop. And it was on a Sunday at like six. What? And it was like a four hour block. And his brother Almeida was the host. And. People would call in and threaten mm-hmm. his life. Mm-hmm. And we'd walk, you know, we'd all meet up, yeah. walk dorm mm-hmm. to dorm, because it was yeah. only like 10 of us yeah. Yeah. <laughs> out of 1,500 yeah. students. And, you know, yeah. just getting called nigga, coon, go back to Africa, all that stuff at, at 17. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to unpack that. I didn't know how to, it was a culture shock. And when I got kicked out, praise Jesus, I did. Mm-hmm. But I remember my flute teacher, my, my private instructor told me, told me and my mom after my audition, you know, this is a whitey town. Mm. And it's like, well, hell yeah, we know this. But yeah. what does that mean? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. what does that mean? What What is the impact of that in my life and mm-hmm. for my future? Because it can mean different things in different places. Absolutely. Yeah. I was just telling this story yesterday. When I talk about it coming full circle, I met the um, executive director for Tacoma Seattle Symphony yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I hope I get the opportunity yeah. to sit on their board. Right. Awesome. Um this is just amazing how this life comes full circle sometimes. And so anyway, just dealing with that kind of stuff in that industry was just really hard. So when I got kicked out and I went to community college um, in Chicago or in South Holland, uh, which is a suburb of Chicago, mm-hmm. praise Jesus for community college and being able to, mm-hmm. you know, transition. Um, I met a former mayor of a suburb, Dalton, um, Illinois, um, David White. And he opened my eyes to black culture, black history. Mm-hmm. And I heard Malcolm X's unfinished mm-hmm. uh, message for the first time. And it just, mm-hmm. you know, I just became radical. And I started mm-hmm. <laughs> I started wearing kente cloth and wraps and wearing my hair yeah. natural. You can yeah. tell me shit, you know. <laughs> um, but it was the first time that, like, I felt comfortable, yeah. you know, in my skin. Right. And even now, you know, it's 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 just it's just rough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just is. And, you know, we just make it through. You know, we support each other. But, you know, like Michelle Obama's book. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. to hear her story. Yeah. The, the specific story of a black woman on the south side of Chicago just brings me so much mm-hmm. joy and comfort because it's my story. Yeah. A lot of that, you know, uh, Going down south every summer and just it's just beautiful to hear. Yeah, as you were talking, I couldn't help but thinking about her book. So I'm glad to hear you say that. Oh, and then in my yeah. head, I'm like, I don't want to assume that everyone's experienced it's the same. Because it's, it's, it's not. Read right? the book. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the, we've all read the book because like not uh, maybe folks haven't read it, but it's incredible. You, should. It's you good. definitely it's should. So yeah, it's really really good. 
But then I got it. I I uh, did that, and you know, hmm. I finished up at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Stayed away from the music. Just you know, where I come from, it was just go to school. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you'll figure out the rest later. Just you know, we hope <laughs> I didn't, but I'm still figuring <laughs> out. But just go to school. Yeah. And so I finished at Ohio State, um, and and started doing retail management. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of where the money was and making great money. And but I wasn't fulfilled. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't thriving. I didn't enjoy it. And that you know racial stuff you know yeah. just happened mm-hmm. and then I, I uh, had the opportunity to work with the union and it was funny because I did an internship uh, in undergrad because I needed mm. an internship to graduate yeah. and I was taking this black law class and I had this professor who was this black Brit this like he was 6'5 and he walk in and he only taught by the Socratic method <laughs> <laughs> and it, you had to be on your <laughs> right you had to know these cases and it was just great so he walked in one day talking about an internship and it was like yeah. oh mm-hmm. let me pay attention yeah. Yeah. and so I applied it was for union summer with the AFL-CIO Worst experience ever, huh. but I got union experience. It was funny because in the mm. interview, yeah. they said, tell me what you know about unions. Right. I said, well, I know um, we're not really quite sure where Jimmy Hoffa's buried, but um, that's really all I know. Yeah. You know, and she f- she fell out and she's like, do some research <laughs> and awesome. then come back and see if you really want to do this. So I was like, hmm, this makes sense, yeah. you know. People coming together to make change together yeah. that they couldn't make on their own. Yeah, right. Great. That sounds great. Yeah. yeah. Sure, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> so years later, I was able to go and work for the union. So I did that for 10 years. Yeah. And That's awesome. What do you think voila. are some of the, le- quote unquote, lessons or like takeaways from the union work? I mean, there's probably so many. <laughs> you know, a lot of that. I, I can't talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there are stories. Fair enough, fair enough. That should let you know right fair there enough. what my experience was in the union. Yeah. I mean, but it was still a tool. Biggest takeaway. Um, that's a really good question. I think I think I learned. I appreciate my years of service in the union because it did teach me how to be a great organizer. Yeah. Because I had to bring my whole self to every conversation. Uh-huh. When you knock indoors on the south side of Chicago, mm-hmm. right? You don't know what you're getting mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. knock on what's on the other side of that door. And uh, you have to be able to be quick on your toes, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. have to truly, authentically listen. Yeah, you have mm-hmm. to be in relationship with people. That's how you organize yeah. is because at some point mm-hmm. in this process, yep. I'm going to have to remind your ass yeah. why you need to stay focused and stay mm-hmm. on the struggle and stay on the grind mm-hmm. so yeah. that we can win together. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so you have to be in deep relationship with people. And and sometimes, you know, there's money. In, I'm sorry, I keep in your computer. Oh, you're fine. There's money in organizing, right? Yeah. Like there's money. Follow the money, yeah. right? Yeah. Know your history about yeah. unions. Right. Unions yeah. weren't always designed for us. The, mm-hmm. the, have you ever heard of the Thibodeau Massacre? Mm-mm. One of the bloodiest massacres in Union history, 600 black folks either were killed, mm-hmm. uh, raped, awesome. uh, uh, murdered, ki- kidnapped. Mm-hmm. It was horrible because they the, because the union didn't want to come down south yeah. and support these yeah. workers who were going out on strike, knowing the conditions that they were under left them to die. Mm-hmm. So the union hasn't always had an agenda yep. for our people. And I yep. even get scared saying that. Yeah. Right. But that's the reality. I lost my point. No, it's good. Keep, keep going. I with totally that point. lost my yeah, point. No, your takeaway from union work. <laughs> oh, my takeaway from union I'll put that in the show notes so that people yeah. can um, get educated about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, learn yeah, about yeah. that. It's, it's, just, um, it's just amazing. But yeah. so my biggest takeaway is you really have to truly be in relationship. Oh, that's what I was saying. Because money is involved. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so sometimes we don't have the time to be in relationship. You yeah. got to be able to get somebody in 30 seconds to sign a union card right. and 
there really is no strategy to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's just unfortunate, right? Mm-hmm. Because people are joining unions but not understanding yeah. what the 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 impact of their power. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, we see that with even teacher union stuff. Yeah, Obviously, this definitely. fall there was strikes across Washington absolutely. State. Yeah. Um, right? And so I think in those moments, and teachers are very... Um, like, we're there for the kids and that kind of stuff, um, which I kind of roll my eyes about. But, yeah. like, it's not about pickets and lines. Well, and, and sometimes that's the best militants. way for anti-union people to hurt te- to hurt anyone who's in a right. union is to say you're hurting the people you're supposed to be helping. Yep. Like That happens with SEIU, too, when they're on strike with, like, healthcare yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, we had people tell us, like, you're just hurting the kids. And we're like... No, we're not. Like, yeah. I, there's a billboard in um, Pacific Highway and 324th in Federal Way behind the O'Reilly Auto Parts, and it says, oh. Union <laughs> Union Dues Giving You the Blues. <laughs> and it has the, like, opt-out, like, so URL for the opt-out campaign. And it's like, <sighs> no, my union's not giving me the blues. My union um, got me a raise, and I feel like I'm treated more like a professional Your now Your union than didn't get you a raise. Don't yeah. say that. You That's all true. got okay. a raise. It, the union yeah. isn't some third we worked party. With our, we worked we March on the picket we, line to get a yes. raise. Yes, yeah, thank you. Yeah. We got a raise, that, and go. that's that's what I'm talking about. Is yeah. if we want to ch- if we want to really uh, see the impact of our power, yeah. right? Yeah. We have to pay Change attention to our about, language, yeah. Yeah. our behavior. Yeah, Absolutely, true. you're right. We did, y'all Absolutely. did that together. Yeah, yeah. I'm not the yeah. union. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and that's what I would have to say to people. I'm not the union. I get paid whether you all win or not. Understand there's no quota. Okay? Yeah. So if you don't sign this card, no, I give two. Yeah. yeah. Okay? Yeah. What are you willing to what do? do? You, what do good. you want to do for yourself? Absolutely. Yeah. And it, what if we could do that? What yeah. if every really organizer had that's that's that type really, of That's a really good way to think about yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Then then I feel yeah. differently about unions. Yeah. But today I'm like, oh, okay, unions. Yeah. Okay, yay. Yeah. So Stay your work together. at Fuse is pretty different than that work, or what yes do you think and you no, know? but Fuse is a progressive political uh, organization created to uh, help progressives mm-hmm. win more often mm-hmm. uh, through air support, supporting progressive candidates uh, that we all want to see win, mm-hmm. and then on the ground organizing, and that's what I do. Mm-hmm. So why did you come out to Washington State then? I came out to Washington State because I met an uh, organizing director um, working on a campaign in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, come help me build my team. That was not all quite true, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank Sounded you um, for having me come out here and meet my husband and have my baby. Oh. I appreciate you. <laughs> but, <laughs> that wasn't quite what the experience was. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, was with S, I was with SEIU out here mm-hmm. for a while. That's where I was in mm-hmm. Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I transitioned to UF. I left the union because I really wanted to do mm-hmm. marriage and family therapy, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. uh, I was doing ministry at the time. And so I was doing a lot of counseling. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted the support of, you know, actually being a therapist and a counselor. So I wanted to make that transition. And, it, and that was hard because, you know, they weren't very supportive. You know, the labor is like either you all in or you're not. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I'm still a professional. Like, yeah. I want to go to school and yeah. I want to sit on some boards right. and. You know, and they're, you know, they're loyalists. Like, mm-hmm. either you're down or you're not. You can't mm-hmm. do anything else but this. So that For me, that was my experience. Okay. I should I should yeah. own my experience, even though we know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, yeah. I forgot the question. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not no, you're, on you're my toes today. No, it's okay. You're, awesome. you're, you came here, and we're so glad you're here. And what brought you was kind of like opportunity. Yes. And, now, and then Working you got involved the with Fuse. Yep. Yeah. So is there... Um, 
what have you? I'm really curious. Like anytime someone comes to the Northwest from another part of the country, yeah. like the biggest differences you see in like not just the daily like mundane, but mm. like actually like an institutional and systemic issues, and particularly because you oh, work in equity, like what how's kinds it, of contrast? How's like, it different? We actually <laughs> talked about this recently with someone, um, a lawyer, about how are, are some of our laws around like tr- disability vocational training and stuff mm-hmm. different than other states, and so we, you know, we're always curious if you have experience in another state or in another city, like yeah. how how. Is it, how is it different? Was there anything that surprised you? or Absolutely. So the great thing about working for the unions, I did get the opportunity to organize all across the country. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So I think the distinct difference, y'all not going to put me out if I speak truth, right? No, okay. I speak no. my truth. Yeah. Um, and then you can just shame about us. It's, <laughs> that's what this bell is for. Thank you so much. Um, the Pacific Northwest likes to say that they're progressive and yeah. liberal. We're super nice and super um, not racist. We recycle. Yeah. We're really good at those Mostly things. the recycling is We, the, like, take the bus periodically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But how many black people have you had mm-hmm. at your table? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How many have you broke yep. bread with? How yep. many, you know, immigrants have you had come through the threshold of your yep. door? Right. Yep. So you say it, mm-hmm. you know, because you have good intentions and yep. good hearts and we're good people. And I don't see color. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So let yeah. me tell you where you failed already. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, we say that, but our behaviors don't reflect that. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize, you know, we talk about microaggressions, we talk about all that stuff. And they just don't realize it because they don't have to. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Right. You know, so you don't have to. Post racial utopia. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my yeah. great uncle came out here to be a porter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because it was better than being a coal miner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they yeah. made it. According to our family, they're yeah. the Negroes that made yeah. it in our family. So there's just it's just a different feel. There's yeah. this, you know, mm-hmm. on one side, this concept that people are super liberal and they're really, really not. Mm-hmm. Like, Talk more about that. Like, why why are we not when we say that we are? Or what are you seeing in that way? I think that's a big question that I don't want to unpack. Okay. With people, you know, who I can't see their faces (laughs) and journey with them through the process and journey with them through the tension of that. Because people get their feelings hurt. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember my Mm -hmm. first week here, someone was like, oh, I don't think you like me. I "I don't. (laughs) And that's okay. I mean, I don't know you to like you. I mean, we just work together. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I respect you and the work you do. Why can't that be enough? Like, now I'm feeling bad because I don't like you. You want to go have lunch? Why are you forcing me to like you? And shit, now I really don't like you. You know what I'm saying? Because you made it weird. Because you made it super weird. Because you want me to be your token black friend. And I'm not going to do it. And I'm not going to do that. I mean, some people, I will be their token black friend. But, you know... (laughs) I shouldn't have said that out there. People are like now going to inundate you with like emails. I know. Like, Come on our board. Can we, my oh my friend. Oh my god! Every time I teach somewhere or do leadership <laughs> yeah. development, because I do leadership development and equity, yeah. on, I consult on the side. Yeah. I said I consult on the side. If anyone's looking, rise leadership with purpose. Perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, and I, inevitably, whenever I speak or what, someone comes up to yeah. me and wants to, can yeah. you come to come to my city? I want to show you around. Oh, you want to show me off? Huh? Thanks. Yeah. It makes me feel great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sometimes it does. And I do it. I do it because you never know, right? Like, mm-hmm. I really do. And, and a lot of people don't agree with me on this, but I really do want to create spaces so people can ask those hard questions yeah. and see that there's, because I keep it, I keep it. Yeah. 
I keep it as real as I possibly authentically can. The first mm-hmm. time I met you, you were on a panel um, for Toma Roots. I think it was that event. Mm. And that was true. And I was like, yep. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's been fun to kind of get to know you a little bit and see you Aww, in like other capacities. Um, obviously, I don't know you very well yet. But uh, yeah, it's it's that's a good it's good quality. Aww, Do you, you. So when what makes you drawn to this work then? Because I think it's really obvious. Like you, you said, it's really hard work. Um, it doesn't pay with, well. Right. <laughs> right. And you're dealing with all the systemic nonsense. Um, yeah. What draws you to that? Why, why do you want to keep doing this? I really believe we're stronger together. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. an idiot. I really believe that um, um, that if we just have basic human compassion for each other and understand mm-hmm. that we really are all doing the best we can. Mm-hmm. Like, we just are. Even when I fail you, I'm really doing the best that I can. And we don't talk about that. Mm -hmm. We don't talk about our failures. We don't say ouch when shit hurts. We don't say help when we need help. We just suffer and we work in silos. Mm -hmm. And I just really believe that if if we didn't work in silos and we had basic compassion and we were just patient with each other. Mm -hmm. And and I'm not saying not speak truth to power. I'm not saying let's flip over... tables when you know what I'm saying when there's injustice I'm not saying let's not do that because sometimes to get your attention you have to I have to flip over this table and I'm not gonna apologize for it yeah you know and I'm not gonna sit under your preconceived notion of me being Mm -hmm. an angry black woman Mm -hmm. because I have Mm -hmm. a right to be Mm -hmm. angry about some yeah Yeah. you know what I'm saying I'm happy oh god I hope my pastor doesn't ever hear this (laughs) 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 watch my mouth they're gonna kick me off the prayer team. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry. Can you forget that this like people are listening? Yeah. I feel like I'm just no, talking. Well, three friends. Yeah, yeah. like, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank it's you. Good, are you bleeping? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's why I'm drawn to it because I just I just mm. even I'm one of those people who like at night replays my day Mm -hmm. and I replay how people how I believe people experienced me Mm -hmm. right and that like you know like that keeps me up because I want people to have to have a good experience with me you know that's why that story I told you before we started I was like oh man I wasn't my best self. <laughs> well, she deserved it because yeah. she did that. You know, yeah, you don't put your finger, finger in something. Finger anybody, nope. Especially me. Nope. And I just got my hair done. Oh, I'm no. feeling myself. You're not going to yeah. put your finger in nope. my face. Um, so so I, just, I just really, you know, wish that we all would just check in with ourselves mm-hmm. more. You know, when I when I facilitate, I make people say admit it and quit it. Because mm-hmm. when you admit the truth of it, Right. You're like relieving yourself of the yeah. tension. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I ju- I messed up. Yeah. OK, now let's quit it. Let's let's move forward. Right. Let's move past it. You know, like some some stuff happened where I was hiring a contractor to do some equity work on a, on a, on a campaign, 100 percent clean northwest. And it was just wasn't right. Mm. You know, they came for the contractor um, and she's a professional. She's respected in this community. I'm going to try not to say names, but um, they almost questioned like her professionalism. And she was taking two contracts, one with Climate Solutions and one Mm -hmm. with me, with Fuse. And they questioned her, mm-hmm. like, well, why are you doing that? I'm a, I'm an independent. I don't have yeah. to tell you yeah. what yeah. contracts yeah. I have, right. ma'am, yeah. with all due respect. And it was just, I couldn't believe it was happening. Mm. 
And this is why when you look at environmental stuff, you don't see people of color. Yeah. And you wonder mm-hmm. why. Mm-hmm. And and people of color are the, the, the folks who are most affected by mm-hmm. half the stuff that's 98% of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you don't create spaces where we feel welcomed. How dare you question a consultant? Mm-hmm. And quit calling her a contractor. Mm-hmm. She's a consultant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? So it was just, it just blew my mind. Like, how yeah. is this still happening? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I'm in relationship with these people. And I'm trying to help. You know, be that, Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to. Voice of reason. Yeah, I'm not trying to be self-righteous and shit like that. But it's like, somebody has to stay in it and be like, no, you're wrong. And consistently be like, no, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you gonna apologize. You know, and it was funny because when my director was encouraging me to get this apology, I was like, oh, no, you know, that's not necessary. Let's Mm -hmm. just move on. And she was like, no, I thank you. And I was like, girl, you're right. Mm-hmm. I had to wake up like, you know, what's that movie, The Get Out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn in. I was I was in the black hole for a minute. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, you're right, girl. Make them apologize. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so when you go into, like, with your consulting work, when you go into an organization, mm-hmm. what's the process of, like, how you approach this? Because you hinted, I mean, you hinted at a couple of your, like, admit it and quit it. Like, yeah. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I what's got your... that from a church mother. Oh, <laughs> Talking about Perfect. sin. Admit your sin and quit. <laughs> like, That's Mother Ernestine Daniels. <laughs> so what What else do you bring to that? Or like, how do you go oh, into wow. it in the beginning? Um, it's funny. I bring 100% of my authentic yeah. self, right? So I, mm. I, I say, hey, no thick skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are y'all ready to rock and roll? Let's yeah. go. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> buck up your seatbelts because mm-hmm. it's going to be a bumpy ride. But as long as we're committed to the process, yeah. Yeah. let's let's just commit yeah. right now. And yeah. I look and I make every single person <laughs> not stare you in the eye. eye. I, I do. <laughs> I look them each in the eye. It's like when you're toasting yeah. and you're like looking. Yeah. Like, you better look me in the eye. You better before. look me I in the eye. I learned that like in grad school or something. People were like, you have to look at me when yes. you're choosing. And I was like, what? Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> was, okay. I make them look me in the eye and yeah. I wait for a head nod, a hand raise. And, yeah. I, and I tell them, I'm not moving. I'm waiting for you to commit. Yeah, I'm waiting for your commitment. How right. long have you? Um, what's the longest amount you've had to wait for someone to reply? Not, back to you know, you? I'm six feet tall, so people don't really try me. You know, they're like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna nod. I'm gonna nod right now. Something about my presence, people are just like, oh, she means business, so let yeah. me nod, even yeah. though I don't fully agree and I don't know what's about to happen here. But I think if I don't agree, yeah. <laughs> it might get real. That's so. Awesome. That's so funny. So you but can no, start I, with the commitments. I said the commitment. Mm-hmm. I I affirm people in the room mm-hmm. and then I talk about my own prejudice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's natural. It's easy for me to navigate to mm-hmm. people who look like me, whose hair textures are the same, who tones mm-hmm. of voice, you know, are similar to mine, who eat the same food. Mm-hmm. And I, I generally walk toward, you know, if there is another person of color in a room, a black person, a black woman, I walk mm-hmm. toward her. And then I stand next to her while I do my opening and intro mm-hmm. because she brings me comfort yeah. and she puts me at peace. You know, I just bring my authentic self. And then that puts people at ease. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, because I am a little bit of a racist sometimes. <laughs> you know, they yeah. do. Yeah. You know, I had one guy come up to me at the end of a, um, a training and he said, because uh, so this is the thing, people don't believe I'm an introvert. I am an introvert girl. I told my friend I haven't seen my her. My face, I'm like shocked. I haven't seen her. <laughs> she wants me to come over. I said no because I, I hung out last night, which I never get to do. And I was like, I need to decompress because I have to go to a party tonight. And I said, I love you. Yeah. I'm gonna have to see you next week. 
Yeah. Because I just need, need some alone time. I need some alone time. Yeah. I got to refuel. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but when you're facilitating, mm-hmm. you can't, you got to, you know, you have to right. engage people yeah. and stay on it and get and read the room yeah. and discern mm-hmm. where people are. Yeah. I, I, just, I, every, every single person in that room, I'm carrying them. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. I discern and feel. I put all the feels. Because I'm a transformational leader. Yeah. You know, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, this guy comes up to me at the end of my training. And he says, you know, because I walk around and I check on people. You doing all right? Mm-hmm. You know, especially when I see people. Because I watch your facial expressions, your body language. I read the right. room. Because everybody's not going to feel it. Right. And I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I tell people, you might not like me at the end of that. And I'm okay because I still, I already cashed my check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I already got paid. So... You know, you might as well take what works and leave the rest. Mm -hmm. But I guarantee you're going to get one nugget Mm -hmm. if you just stick with it. So anyway, this guy, (laughs) this guy at the end of um, my training comes up to me. He says, you know, in the beginning of the training, you were just yelling. And I said, oh, my God, is she going to yell the entire training? And late there were were all white people. There were no people of color in the room. And a lady next to him says, She's not yelling. She's projecting. And he said, huh. And what's cool, he said, and, and then I was able to receive everything you said, and it was great. And it was perception. So what yeah. he doesn't know yeah. is that mm-hmm. as an African-American woman, even though I'm six feet tall, right, I have to raise my voice yeah. and I have to talk mm-hmm. like this in order to get people's attention. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I have to do that yeah. in order to get certain people, white men, to listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then they say, oh, you're so stern and you're yeah. so... No, that's because I have to get your attention. Uh-huh. And the only way I can get you to listen to me is to talk like this and look you in your eye like I'm doing to you right now. Yes. Right? Yeah. And it's making you feel a little so. Awesome. You know, yeah. but you have to do that. Right. So I, when I say I bring my entire yeah. self to facilitating, I bring yeah. my entire self to facilitating. Mm-hmm. And I project because yeah. I want your attention. Right. I don't want you to get lost. And I sometimes I put together a little table mm. with a little candle and plant, <laughs> some water. Because people, they, they t- I'm so serious. I'm transformational. No, this is awesome. They, they, well, so can you define that word for us? I, I don't know if ever. I want to make sure that everyone who's listening is on the same track. Look at you. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's it. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and how are you willing to change? Yeah. So you put all the stuff on the table. I put to all like stuff on the table. Alleviate. To distraction. Like, let this yeah. be your focal point because people tap into the divine. They don't know mm-hmm. it's a spiritual thing, right? Yeah. People tap in in different ways. So if you find yourself getting lost or distracted, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Just don't stay there. Yeah. Because at some point, mm-hmm. I'm going to be thinking about what I got to cook for dinner, too. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing up here in front of you. Right. But it's okay. Yeah. So let's just admit that that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, let's stay focused. Yeah. Look at the candle. Look at what you need. <laughs> Look at the element you need to refocus. Now yeah. refocus your <laughs> and come on, let's get back to work. <laughs> I might not get contracts because I talk this way. But, but it's great. It's a great experience. Yeah. And people yeah. are cha- and And yeah. that's why I love it. Because inevitably people are changed mm-hmm. by it. Mm-hmm. And if I can, that's how, that's how you transform institutions right. and systems mm-hmm. is this one-on-one. Because mm-hmm. then you take it back to, to your area and those people are transformed by your presence. Mm-hmm. And you take it back yeah. to your space and Doug is going to take, hi Doug, he just, he's all engaged. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to take it back to his people yeah. and those people are transformed. And it becomes ripples yeah. to waves. Right. Mm-hmm. It takes patience to do that mm-hmm. yeah. and relationship and authenticity to do mm-hmm. that. So that's why I love facilities. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. 
That probably wasn't the question. No, that was great. That was beautiful. I, I, I was thinking so about how you're like, a, just just describing yourself as like empath- so empathetic and like a, like empathetic kind of sponge. It because that you bring so much of your heart to what you do when you go home and you're talking about being introverted or being a homebody. Like, how do you take care of yourself? Because you you give so much mm. to what you do. So how do you like? What do I you do to you know? I, I, yeah. I have not been doing. I have diabetes, mm. um, and now I've learned I have high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. So if anybody wants to walk with me, if you call me at 830, I'm ready to walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so I am learning to do a better job of self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those things is transitioning out of Fuse. You mm-hmm. know, I love the work that I'm doing, but mm-hmm. unfortunately, uh, it's I'm not thriving. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it doesn't pay well. Mm-hmm. Uh, my finances are suffering because of it. You know, yeah. so it's, it's really, I love this work. I love yeah. it. But um, I have a family to feed, mm-hmm. you know. So I am now... Um, even me naming it is mm-hmm. me practicing self-care, yeah. yep. right? Um, and so I have to be extremely intentional every mm-hmm. day. Every morning, I've been checking in with myself. I've been trying to uh, um, give myself self-affirmations mm-hmm. um, and change my thinking mm-hmm. to be just positive mm-hmm. and, and talk talk about what I want, yeah. you know, in life. Because we spend so much time talking about what we don't want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You That's know, true. we talk about our weight. We talk about our health, mm-hmm. right? But we don't talk about being healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, we don't talk about what it is that we want. Mm-hmm. It's not, I don't want to get in a bikini. I just don't want four stomachs. <laughs> I would just prefer one stomach, yeah. right? So let's talk about what we want. <laughs> let's be real about yeah. what we, we're not even real and authentic <laughs> with ourselves. So, yeah. so if yeah. I could be real and authentic yeah. with myself, if I say "ouch" when it hurts, yeah. right, and I say "help" when I need help, yeah. I believe that the universe, who I call God, mm. you know, mm-hmm. um, is going to to be faithful to mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So and then and then it's like there's a scripture that says God will give you the the, the desire um, the motivation to do mm-hmm. you know what pleases Him and that's half the battle is the motivation mm-hmm. you know and so the self care is directly tied to my motivation yeah. so right. I, I have to be intentional mm-hmm. about self care so and my baby is four. Mm-hmm. And he just brings me all the joy. Yeah. He is just, ooh, that's my, I, I wouldn't say this in front He's of him. So stinking cute. Because I have him a disciplinarian. I got to stay <laughs> yeah. on him. Ooh, that's my pumpkin. He I just, love your mom look, too. You just look at him and he knows. <laughs> I'm like, ah. That, I mean, that's a teacher. You joke about, like, teacher looks. But I'm like, it's not the same. Not like, same. the mom look, look is yeah, it's so. Not, it's not the same. Good. Yes. Thank you. They, I have perfected it. Yeah. I, I get it from my mama. That's awesome. Pass down. <laughs> yes. uh, let's take a quick break and then okay. we'll come back. Okay. Sounds Thank good. You. We'd like to take a quick moment to thank Workforce Central for sponsoring Channel 253. Our economy has been heating up and jobs are coming to our region, but in Tacoma and Pierce County, we still have two big problems. One, a lot of our workers are getting on I-5 and heading north to work in Seattle. Yeesh. Two, many of our residents don't know how to get trained for the jobs that are open in Pierce County. This is where Workforce Central comes in. Workforce Central wants to help you find a job here. Here. Workforce Central partners with Pierce County businesses, local governments, nonprofits, organized labor, and schools to get our workforce prepared for living wage jobs in our area. If you need training to help you get a better job or need to advance your skills to land a better job, well, Workforce in Tacoma can actually help. All you have to do is call 253-593-7300. That's 253 593 
800-242-7300. Right now, there's a demand for workers in industries like healthcare, construction, transportation, and advanced manufacturing. Workforce Central helps get Pierce County residents trained up for those jobs. And Workforce Central is making it easier than ever to find those jobs. Just head on over to workforce-central.org to search every job listing in Pierce County, all in the same place. That's every job. So put your talents to work, ditch your commute, and love your lifestyle. Thanks, Workforce Central, for your support of Channel 253. Uh, And we're back. And before we get into our discussion, we just want to do a quick uh, little reminder. If you have not signed up to be a subscribing member to to the podcast network, please do do so. Channel253.com slash membership. It is $40 a year. You help um, sponsor our events, our shows, help us um, contain maintain relevance and um, just, yeah, maintain relevance in our community. Yeah, you need to do it. So do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. So as um, we're headed back into our conversation with Desiree here, um, let's talk about a few more awkward things. <laughs> so Perfect. One of the things I was hoping to ask you is if you could speak a little bit to, uh, as a black woman doing this work, um, with mostly white people, but systemically and organizationally, and you're called mm-hmm. in specifically, but then you also elected to do this work. Mm-hmm. So there's that tension. Um, can you talk a little bit about that that experience and like um, how how can you do the equity work without becoming like the token person doing the equity work? Mm-hmm. But then also, as you mentioned earlier, you're really passionate about all of us being in this work together. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that's a really, really, really big question when mm-hmm. you, you asked me. I was unpacking <laughs> it like, how do I say this without yeah. losing my job? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm joking, Aaron. Um, <laughs> or maybe as like a consultant, maybe for, for me, for yeah, me, from the consultant. No, no, I, I can speak for as my fuse. Um, that's a big question. So I think it's it's a tension that I just have to sit in, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of us, a lot of my sisters and brothers, sit in. Um, because it's like, if not us, then who, mm-hmm. right? So some of that, but then also, um, I think it's some of that truth and accountability that mm-hmm. has to take place. Like when, you know, this, this little, uh, questionable racist thing had, well, it wasn't questionable. It is what it is. Call a spade a spade. It was racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, when this happened in the, in this, with this environmental group, um, my friend didn't want to talk to me. Mm-hmm. You know, she says, well, she kept texting me. And I said, why, why are you texting me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I just called her. Yep. And mm-hmm. she said, well, are you sure you want to talk to me? And I was like, okay, look, if, if we going to be friends, yeah. you're going to have to stop that. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to mitigate this process for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. What I need you to do is show up authentically as who you are, mm-hmm. get caught on your shit, mm-hmm. and let's move on. Mm-hmm. Right. And don't let it happen again. Right. Um, but not talking to me is not, you know, how this is going to work. Mm-hmm. Ask me the question again. Well, just, um, <laughs> I don't even know how to, there's like so many layers of how I'm thinking about it. Yeah, but like you are leading a lot of this work, right? And you're a consultant for equity work and anti racist work. But then that burden that's placed on you as a woman of color to do doing that work. Right, 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 right. I mean, you're greatly impacted <laughs> by it, right, just in your existence at the same time mm-hmm. you're leading that work. Right. And also we've talked a lot on the show and some of the work that we do in Tacoma, Annie and I do, is like white people need to fight white supremacy because mm-hmm. we're the ones who created it, benefit from right. it, and continue to perpetuate those systems. So in thinking about white people needing to fight this stuff, I think about how white people need to like engage in these conversations more and like lead some equity work mm-hmm. at the same time. Because we're not impacted the same way, 
you can't lead necessarily the same way. Mm-hmm. And so just mm-hmm. d- those dynamics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and I think it's attention to navigate. Like every situation mm-hmm. is going to be different. And I don't think we give our, ourselves grace mm-hmm. through this equity process. My coworker said something at our equity training um, yesterday that was that is true and profound. Equity is not the outcome. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like it's the process. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And we get so caught up on the equity That's that we true. forget our yeah. we step away yeah. from our missions. Yeah. We step away from managing. Yeah. We step away from process. You still can't circumvent convent process uh-huh, right? right like process is in place for a reason yeah. mm-hmm. right so it's about how do we break down these systems and the barriers right mm-hmm. and so I think I think if we remember that equity is supposed to be woven into every mm-hmm. piece mm-hmm. of the fabric mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. it's not right? just the trim it's the rest not just yeah, the trim right yeah. it's it's it's, yeah. it's 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 not the outcome <clears throat> and I'm 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 open to unpack that but I think that that's phenomenal because if we know that equity is not the outcome then we stop focusing it on on it as the outcome, yeah, right? Sure. We get to focus on our mission and our vision. <clears throat> I spoke at an event, <clears throat> excuse me, and um, it was about 100 women in the room, most powerful p- women in politics in the room, and there was probably maybe seven. I can count, count them if I had mm-hmm. to name them. Mm-hmm. Melanie Morgan, Joy Stanford, myself, mm-hmm. um, uh, Mary Strickland. Like, I can name mm-hmm. who was in the room. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... My, my, I was speaking on why it's important to support diverse candidates, uh, women candidates. And um, what I said was is that we all of us in this room with the amount of power and money, mm-hmm. okay, because <laughs> power is just the ability to do something. Mm-hmm. But but ownership, right, right that's <clears throat> yeah. money, yeah. right? With all of that mm-hmm. in the room, um, I said, you all sit at tables every day. Hmm. without diversity. Well, I'm not even talking about who you invite into your home. Hmm. I'm talking about the work you do in the community. You sit at tables yeah. every day where the people who you are talking about are not at the table. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or even if it's not about those people, you just sit at a table with a bunch of white women and think, mm-hmm. yeah. look at all the women in the room. Isn't this great? And yeah. you're high-fiving each other, yeah. right? <laughs> or it's one sister in the room, and you're like, isn't this great? Yeah. No. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. Get the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Get up from the table. Yeah. Say, yeah. somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Say, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. Who you know? Mm-hmm. Somebody call Desiree. That's my token. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Call somebody. Yeah. You got Tawana out there yeah. killing it. Yeah. Uh, Christina mm-hmm. Blocker's out there yeah. killing it. Drea mm-hmm. Baines is out mm-hmm. there killing it. Call somebody. Yeah. Stop. We all have to be held mm-hmm. accountable. Yeah. Stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at your job. Look at your department. Mm-hmm. Events you go to. Mm-hmm. Like, just stop. Mm-hmm. Just stop. So yeah. I think it's just the tension that we have to to sit with. But somebody has to be able to say no and not care that somebody's going to dislike you at the end. Who gives a shit? Like yeah. life is yeah. short. A whole yeah. bunch of people are not go- don't like me right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Yeah. Approaching right. forty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a single shit, and it feels good. Like yeah. I woke up. Yeah. Just this is this is some new stuff, y'all. Yeah. A week yeah. ago, and was like. What you going to do? Mm-hmm. You don't sign my check. Mm-hmm. You don't put mm-hmm. food on my table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now what are we going to do? But here's the thing. I, I want it back, too. Because mm-hmm. I'm not better. People always say, oh, you're so great. You're so wonderful. Okay, but I still can't find a job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't tell mm-hmm. me I'm great and I'm wonderful. Yeah. Tell me where my blind spots are. Because mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. I know it all. Mm-hmm. I don't know it all. 
right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's just my approach mm -hmm. or what, what mm -hmm. I just believe to be true about being a woman and is is it a black woman and is you just have to sit with the tension and you gotta be able to keep you ha I play I played a year of professional football. I, yeah, see, you you all are tricky. Because it feels like I'm just a sitting year up professional talking football. to my homegirls. <laughs> Tell me more about how many this. listeners do y'all have? <laughs> it varies. Like we yeah. probably rock about two thousand downloads. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. An episode. So, yeah. I don't tell two thousand people. <laughs> Depends, depends. There'll probably be like five thousand oh, on this one. So oh, thanks. Yeah, don't worry about it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we'll put your name on it. They're mm -hmm. gonna, they're thanks, gonna be there, guys. Yeah. So I played a year. I'm gonna just move on past. It. <laughs> I got that from from our mayor Victoria Wood. She always say, "Move past that. Move past <laughs> That's that." That's a good line. It is. I love it. I say it all the time. Yeah. I tell Junior, "Move past that. You can't have the fruit snacks. Move past it." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I should start saying that in class. Can I steal that? That's yes. So great. Yeah, it came from our mayor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I sold the sign from the mayor. Move past that. <laughs> you're not going to the bathroom right now. It's not move past that because you're not going. So let's <laughs> just move past. It's great though in yeah, life. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, but I played a year of professional football, and you always have to keep your head on a swivel, mm -hmm. right? And it's the same thing in this work. You have to be able. It's not about what comes at you. Mm -hmm. It's about how we re react, yeah. re respond to it because reaction is emotional, but response mm -hmm. is wisdom. Mm -hmm. So it's about how you respond yeah. to it. But it's it's going to be different. So I don't think there's one answer. Mm -hmm. I, I hope I gave you a okay Yeah, no, answer. that's really. Yeah. I, I mean, one of the things we strive to do on the show is just wrestle with complex yeah. things. And yeah. a lot of times there's no answers at the end of it. Yeah. You're just like, oh. Or there's not a right answer. It doesn't yeah. feel like it doesn't get resolved. It's kind just of your point. Yeah. You're like, yeah. I hate the phrase like we're on a journey, but like we are. <laughs> we are. Right? Yeah. So that, yeah. There's I mean, a, a story is, yeah. that I that I tell when I when I'm speaking about a woman and I got this from the union from <clears throat> from um, Vice President SEIU 880 20 years ago. Um, she said uh, there's there's a woman who's walking along a bank. And a body is floating in the mm. river. Mm. And she takes the body out of the river, you know, mm. and she prays over the body and mm. cries and weeps. And she buries the body, goes through this ritual, <clears throat> and then she keeps walking. Mm. And then another body comes floating up the river. Mm. And she's like, is another body floating in the river? <laughs> and she pulls the body out of the water, and she cries, and she's going mm -hmm. through her ritual, praying mm -hmm. and burying the body. And then she keeps walking, and another body's floating. She's like, what? Where? what is happening yeah. Yeah. in our world? That these mm. bodies mm. are floating in the river, right? And I see these bodies as hunger. Mm. I see these bodies mm. of our black men getting murdered mm. in the street by yeah. the police. Like, that's what I yeah. see. And so these bodies keep floating in the river. And she, and every time a body's floating in the river, she does her ritual. Yeah. Mm. Do you ever think yeah. she made it to find out why the bodies are floating in the river? She didn't because she got stuck mm -hmm. in this ritual and this process. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what happens is we get so caught up in our rituals and, and our need to understand mm -hmm. that we stop seeking because mm -hmm. we want it to mm -hmm. be this resounding amen. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not. Mm -hmm. I, I, I prayed in a room with about 50 people with 50 different languages. And we said the Our Father in different languages. And then there was this resounding amen. Mm -hmm. But the, the first part of it was, you know, what's happening? Yeah. It was English. And I just yeah. all these languages yeah. and then there was this beautiful amen if we could just sit in the funkiness of it yeah. right mm -hmm. maybe we could end up in an amen mm -hmm. right but we just get so caught up in needing the amen yeah. that we just forget to seek yeah. Yeah. like just keep walking yeah. we know that there's bodies floating in the river yeah. it's not that people are hungry because there isn't enough food yeah. people are hungry because yeah. there isn't enough 
love. Yeah. There isn't yeah. enough basic. Com- yeah. We have enough food to yeah. feed everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's why yeah. one of the campaigns we're working on revenue is so important. Yeah. There's enough money. Yeah. Washington's right. one of the richest states yeah. in the country. Right. Yeah. But I pay more in taxes than Bill Gates. But everyone wants to applaud the Bill Gates Foundation yeah, right. for all he does. <laughs> yeah. He ain't paying nothing. Yeah. yeah. Pay your fa- I don't want a foundation. Yeah. Pay yeah. your taxes. Yeah. Pay yeah. your fair share of taxes. Yeah, no Give me some so damn relief true. so I can get yeah. my goddamn brakes changed yeah, and, right. and pay for my four hundred and fifty dollar tabs. Yeah, because yeah. my shit still says two thousand seventeen. Yeah, right. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I just think there's just no compassion and just basic yeah. love yeah. in the world. Like let's just let's sit in the room and dis. Why can't we disagree? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, and some of the idiocy of it too is like the. I mean. You know, um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is talking about a marginal tax rate for people who make over, what is it, over $20 million or something? And you're 20, I don't remember exactly the exact amount, but that you would get taxes, marginal tax rate of 70%. But that's after your first, like, bajillion dollars, right? And everyone's all upset. 70% taxes, but, like, we're, we're talking about the richest people in yeah. America, yeah. right? And yeah. then Howard but Schultz, Howard Schultz wants to, right, exactly. And then Howard Schultz wants to run for president and says he's colorblind. And you're yeah. just like, you are one of the richest <sighs> people in the world, right? Yeah. So... I mean, that's, I've gotten in numerous arguments with very bootstrappy white people who are just like, well, you can't shame them for the hard work. I'm like, they didn't. it wasn't hard work. It's <laughs> no. institutional wealth. It's like that generational like, wealth. What are you talking yeah, about? It's but inherited wealth. It's that, it's, yeah. it's that myth of like, yeah. well, we're going to be there sometime. So we can't, you know, give them 70 percent tax rate right. now because I might beat that. No, what if I'm a billionaire? billionaire right. right? <laughs> That's it's not going to happen. And people yeah, are yeah. suffering. Like, if you increase my taxes, Junior mm-hmm. might not eat. Yeah. You know what I'm it's saying? Like right. But if you pay your fair share, everybody in your house is still going to eat and right. drive whatever smart car and have your yeah, iPhones right. and, or whatever <laughs> yeah, rich people yeah. do. Yeah. Shit, I don't know. I'm just trying to eat. Go to the spa. You know what I'm I mean, saying? I saw that on TV. <laughs> right. I was looking yeah. at my toes. I haven't had my toes done since Christmas. Yeah. I had red, sparkly. Yeah. Now, half my toe is polished right my now. My secret <laughs> is definitely putting polish on top of polish because then I'm like, yes. oh, it's like it looks new. Yeah. From afar. Yeah. From just don't get just, close up on my toes. He's like, what are you doing there? I'm like, don't worry about don't it. Worry about <laughs> it's it. totally fine. Just don't touch or look closely at my feet. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, exactly. I always care like extra polish in my travel awesome. bag just for that just reason. Just in case. Yeah. Just in case. Um, so I want to ask you, uh, kind of as we wrap up, like you talk a lot about the idea of hope and change and action. Mm. How do you maintain that like positivity mm. in the midst of like Trumpism and just for lack of a better like it times are often very depressing for a lot of people a lot of bad things are happening so how do you not necessarily worse than previous years mm-hmm. per se but I think we're living in kind of this yeah. interesting times like, I think it's perspective mm-hmm. um, I love Drea to death uh, she is really into like laws of attraction mm-hmm. and so she sends me a lot of like <laughs> Esther Hicks stuff okay. and I'm like no what does Jesus say Drea what about Jesus but I, I listen to it yeah. I listen to it <laughs> and uh, anyway, one of the books she sent, she she when she's reading the book, she screenshots the pages. <laughs> like, Dre, I'm not going to read this. But I did. I read yeah. it. And and it's about perspective, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, these two guys stuck in California, L.A. traffic. And an interviewer asked one guy, you know, how are you feeling? Like, how do you 
get through this. And he's like, oh, my God, this is horrible. People mm-hmm. are stupid. I left an hour and a half ago, and I still. <laughs> and the other guy was like, I'm good. I got yeah. a sandwich. I got my podcast. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I got my snacks. Yeah. Like, I'm good. And I think that's just what it is. It's perspective. If we can understand Patricia Patricia Talton from Coleman & Associates, they do um, great equity work. I work with them sometimes. <clears throat> she her word, her uh, piece of wisdom that she she uh, gives to me is both can be true. Mm. I hate that. Mm. I don't thrive in gray areas, yeah, but it's profound. Yeah, because both is true, yeah. mm-hmm. right? We so worried about getting Trump out. What happens when we get Trump out? Yep. If we impeach Trump, yeah. who's next, guys? Yep. Let's say it yeah. together. One, two, three. Pants. 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 Like, who wants that? <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. So Obama was in office yeah. how many years? Hey, right. How many years did he have control of Congress? For the, two. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Uh, I guess it did. Right? Yeah. So they say he didn't do his job. Yeah. No, we didn't do our goddamn yeah, job. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Right? Yeah. We get so caught up on yeah, Trump yeah. and on the how we don't mm-hmm. understand the electoral college that we're missing local politics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pierce County had one of the lowest percentages of voting like ever yeah, in the history that's, of yep. that's crazy. Yep. Yep. Right. Like yeah. my dream is to knock every door in, in, in Tacoma. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we, we use these systems yeah. like Vote Builder. Yeah. Right. That makes assumptions about where people are. And there's this mm-hmm. whole group of people in the middle mm-hmm. like me. Mm-hmm. Right. Nobody knocks my door. Nobody. Mm-hmm. I don't get lit sent to yeah. my house. Right. Yeah. No like, one is trying mm-hmm. to move me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my dream. Let's just knock the doors. Yeah. Let's tell our community yeah. what resources are out there yep. and yeah. stop saying, oh, well, I'm available and I have coffee hours and office hours and I put everything on social media mm-hmm. and I do this and I do that. Yeah. No, that's not yeah, enough. That's not enough. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Because you're not engaging people who yeah. look like me. Yeah. You're not yeah. engaging people who have stories like mine. Yeah. You're not engaging us. Mm-hmm. You're ignoring me. Mm-hmm. Knock my door. Let Come to my door mm-hmm. three times. Let me tell you to go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Let me be like, turn off the lights, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look out the window. They'll go away if you just stop moving. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it, do it. Let's just yeah. do it. Yeah, it's it's right. enough it's money so out here. It's enough yeah. organizations out here. Let's yeah. get together. Yeah. Some environmental organizations, yeah. people of color-led organizations, Tacoma Community House. Let's get together. Let's just knock every door in Washington or in Tacoma and tell our community what resources are available to them. And maybe things can change. You know, I I guess I'm just a a visionary and I just, I really believe in God's people, those believe in him and those who don't. You know, and I don't care if you believe in him or not, I do. And I trust, you know, the God that's in you, even if you don't believe, you know. I just, I really just firmly believe if, if, if you could just snap somebody out of their shit. Yeah. Wake up. Yeah. <laughs> There's other people in the world. <laughs> and they need help. Yeah. You know, if you could just in the Bible they talk yeah. about how uh in, in um in the old testament farmers would leave the edges of their land un un uh what's the word? Harvested. Unharvested yeah. or whatever. So that the passer buyers yeah. could grab grab something along the way. Mm-hmm. It's enough out here for all of us mm-hmm. to not be I I don't need a yacht. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you get a yacht, can I come on your yacht? Yeah. I don't need yeah, a yacht. Right, exactly. Just share the yacht. I just want to be yeah. able to pass something on to yeah. my kid. Right. So he can live and not yeah. suffer yeah. and go yeah. to school and not have $150,000 worth of right. student loans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That they're going to try to garnish me one day. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I just, and I'm not even using my degree. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I just think if, 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 if we just, if there was just basic compassion in the world and we mm-hmm. just, just trust each other a little, just a little bit. 
just a little bit. We just be in a better position to realize you're not in this world alone. Mm-hmm. My mother used to say that all the time. You don't live in this world alone. Mm-hmm. You're going to need somebody mm-hmm. at some point, sometime. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I just, I hold true to, to those those things, you know. And I and maybe I'm a little more trusting than I should be because I've been, I've, I've had people take things right out of my hand, mm-hmm. you know, just because they could. Because mm-hmm. they, they could. They yeah. had the privilege to do it, you know. I've heard right now. Uh, I, I found out that uh, a director told someone who was applying for a position over me, just ask for beyond the top of the scale. But they're telling me they can't pay yeah, me more money. Right. And I have uh-huh. more experience than the two people put together. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. ridiculous. And I can't say. You want to ring the shame bell right there? Yep. Bring yep. it. Bring it. Hey. <laughs> Did I do it right? Yeah, that was yeah, more yeah, like come good. in from recess. <laughs> <laughs> that was that's perfect. Really funny. Did well, I answer your question? Yeah, no, that was great. That was great. I think that actually we probably need to wrap up. Yeah. We have a segment called um, Do Your Fudging Homework. Interchangeable. White ladies. And so in this segment, we tell our <laughs> listeners to do something. Either read something, go have an action, something that uh, we have a kind of a joke on the show, like be less basic. And mm. so like something that's going to help them towards that effort so if you need a moment to think Annie do you want to give your homework sure yeah I actually was thinking about equity ahead of our meeting today about equity in schools and what that looks like and sounds like and feels like and I found a cool tool at Seattle Public Schools has um, it's a racial equity tool assessment Mm -hmm. tool and um, or racial equity analysis tool and it it's kind of like an environmental impact statement but it's for Mm -hmm. um, it's for assessing like the impact of um, race and racism in mm-hmm. public schools. And so I recommend people working in education to go check it out. And then just anybody who's interested in racial equity work to go check it out. It's um, it's a different way of thinking about racial equity that's real explicit. Like, mm-hmm. um, And so I think that's that's a good place to start for those of us who are in ed. So, that's, oh, yeah. that's good. Homework? Hmm. Can I do two? Yeah, go for oh, it. Oh, yeah, definitely. So one would be email me mm-hmm. at Desiree at FuseWashington.org. And let's have coffee mm. and let's chat. Let me get you plugged into some great work that's happening in Pierce County. Let me hear what some of your visions and ideas, your fears, your hopes are for this city. Because we're growing. Strate- mm. What's the what's strategy 2025? Mm. Or Tacoma 2025 mm-hmm. says by 2045 there's going to be 5 million people in Tacoma. Wow. Right? Like, tell me how that makes you feel. Mm-hmm. Like, what are the things mm-hmm. that interest you? Is it transit? Let me connect you to downtown mm-hmm. on the go. Mm-hmm. Is it um, is it uh, orcas? I sit on the board mm-hmm. for Citizens for the Healthy Bay. Come to our um, mm-hmm. our auction in April. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what is it? Like, let's just talk about it and let me mm-hmm. connect you. Like, don't don't sit in silos. Don't sit and and say, oh, don't trust these people. No, let's just talk mm-hmm. and let's figure it out mm-hmm. from there. Right. The other thing would be. <clears throat> go to your organizations that you belong to, where you work, and encourage uh, your folks to do equity training. Mm-hmm. Do not mm-hmm. do it internally. Do not put that burden on your staff, on your volunteers, or on your board. Mm-hmm. Find the money. There is money out there. And hire a consultant. Rise Leadership with Purpose. That is me. I am available, readily available. Also, um, Patricia Coleman mm-hmm. and um, Annie Jones Barnes have a firm. Um Coleman and Associates, they do amazing equity mm. work as well. Mm. See what I'm saying? It's, it's enough out here for all of yep. us to get ahead. Mm-hmm. Also, Christina Blocker mm-hmm. and uh, Dorian Waller and uh, I believe Keith Blocker have a firm, Archway Consulting. They do equity training. Mm-hmm. So you got 
these are my yep. friends as yeah. well, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to hoard business. It's literally enough out here for <laughs> yeah. all of us to yeah. get ahead. Do you see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of work so I'm sorry if I didn't plug someone else no, that I know, fair. but those are three great fr- firms in Tacoma that mm-hmm. are doing amazing work. Yeah. C- call them. Reach mm-hmm. out. I'm probably the cheapest because I don't have an overhead. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm not cheap. <laughs> but reach out to a firm. Talk yeah. to your organization and get a third party to come in yeah. and facilitate conversation, yeah. knowing that equity is not the outcome. Mm. You know, it's it's the it's the impact. To have someone talk to you about behaviors. We talk a lot about intention mm-hmm. and impact. No, it's personal. Mm-hmm. Own it. It's your behaviors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, so that would be my homework. Perfect. That's awesome. That's um, I think we'll just leave it at that. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you. Um, no, that was <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> thank you so thank much you for so coming. Much. We really thank appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. The Interchangeable White Ladies Podcast is part of the Channel 253 Network. Listen to our other podcasts. Move to Tacoma. Nerd Farmer. Citizen Tacoma. Crossing Division. Flounder's B-Team. We Art Tacoma. And Taco Man. The next book for the Read Less Basic Book Club is White Rage by Carol Anderson. Go to your local bookstore and get your copy right meow. Right now. Meow. Interchangeable. White ladies. (laughs) And then she said, I'm comping your food. I said, I don't want no comp free food, bitch. I want customer service. Can you do that? And I just, and it felt great. Yeah. I'm a mom. I never get to just. You never get to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then the bouncer's like, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. He aggressively asked me to leave. And it's all good. Interchangeable White Ladies Podcast is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. We We fly fly Alaska. Alaska. Book your next flight on alaskaair.com. This is Channel 253.